Hey, hey, this is Trainer Fred, and welcome to episode number six of the Bodies by Design Radio. I am here with Coach D. And we have a awesome show for you for y'all today. Uh, we're gonna be talking about signing up for new fitness programs. Mm. And this is the topic and the big money maker of the year right now. Mm. So a lot of people right now in their social media feeds, um, on the internet, billboards, everywhere what you see is sign up for this program, sign up for that program, sign up for this program, sign up for that program. And before you guys that are already not part of our team, part of our Bodies by Design team, you decide to sign up for some fitness program, there are some real big questions that you got to ask yourself mm. before getting into a program that's probably going to leave you disappointed like it always does towards the end and that it ends up wasting your time, wasting your money, and you don't get the results, like the true results that you're looking for. And we're going to talk about what those true results are and what, what should they really be compared to what's always been told you, like told to you as far as the advertisements go. Yeah, this is a strong episode because um, coming into this time of year, most people are, are thinking about going and putting their money down and getting serious about their, their fitness and their health. Right. And uh, what we talked about in the previous episode, there's a lot of people, and if you're listening to this, this may be you, that go into this process in desperation mode, right? And so a lot of times they'll spend you know, a load of money on a program that marketed to them just right. Or they'll spend, they'll look for the cheapest program because they just want to get in and start doing something for the right. least amount of money possible. So uh, there's a big spectrum there. But the missing piece is some of these questions that we're going to go through today that actually have you understand why you're doing what you're doing. Right. And you know what? And this is a series of questions that you can write down or we can sh put in our in our show notes that you can really and if you can answer these questions correctly and honestly and honestly. do your research you'll find the right place for yourself yeah and you won't waste your time and you won't waste your money yeah um so let's just let's just get right into it you know is why why are you signing up for another fitness program that's that's a big question and i think if you don't have a real good reason, like a hardcore reason. It can't be because I want to lose weight. I'm going to tell you that. That's not going to work. Right. It can't be because I'm trying to get tone and build muscle. Like no one even knows what that means, right? Because if mm -hmm. you actually tell them, like, what does it take to tone up and lose body fat at the same time, they wouldn't be able to give you the formula because it is... It is a complicated formula, and everybody makes it seem like it's just so easy to do. It's not easy, or else 75%, 80% of this country wouldn't be morbidly obese. Yeah. Okay? So it's not, it's not that simple. So you have to find your why. You have to find a why, and then we're going to help you guys kind of find that why in that process. But if it's just because of the cliche stuff, it, it's just not going to work. You're just going right back where you started. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a powerful one because that not knowing your why and just staying on the surface can make you feel good and kind of validated in the moment. 
but it takes a little bit. Like it takes a little courage to go deep and figure out why you're doing something because right. you might get to a, kind of a painful point sometimes. Like, why are you really doing this? Like, it's not just that you just you want to lose weight. Maybe that comes from wanting to be a great example for your kids. Right. And maybe that comes from you didn't have that example in your life growing up and now you're going through this struggle. You know what I mean? It, right. it gets deeper. We find that with a lot of our own consultations that we do. Well, and, and here's the truth is the clients that have stayed with us the longest, if you ask them what they told us at their first consultation, they would tell you the same thing. They would tell you, I'm here to lose weight. I'm here to tone up. I'm here to this. And then now if you talk to them five years, 10 years, 15 years down the line, and if you say, okay, what have you gained out of this program? Mm -hmm. What have you done in the last 10, 15? What has changed for you? Guess what? The weight did come off. But what happened is they psychologically got stronger. They changed their patterns of how they live daily life. Mm -hmm. And what happened is changed their life. So they feel better. They're stronger. They're more flexible. They're more, they have more energy. Confidence. They have more confidence. Mm -hmm. And I can't begin to tell you how many people have gotten raises at their jobs due to the fact that they actually worked out and they became stronger. The gym is the only place where you can walk into and let's say you were squatting on you know at the bar 45 pounds and then you're challenged to put 10 more pounds on there you immediately feel what it feels like to win so you just stack up those wins every yeah. single time yeah. that you're at the gym and once you're inside the gym and you stack up those wins they start to change your mind they start to change your mind that you say look if i can lift a little bit more weight in the gym i can probably do a little bit more at my job if I can lift a little bit more at the gym, I can probably be a better husband or a better wife. If I can lift a little bit more at the gym, I can probably be a better son, better daughter. So there is so much that goes into that. And it's not just about the weight loss. The weight loss is a byproduct of you changing your mindset right. and becoming the person that you really want to be. But the true results that everyone is really looking for is everyone just wants to feel better. Right, but we don't know what that means. Right. In order to feel better, what do you have to do? You have to change things, man. And yeah. there's just no questions about it. If you think adding a fitness program, whether it's us at Bodies by Design or anywhere else, but you decide that you're going to keep your lifestyle the same type of pattern, it's not going to work. Right. It's not going to work. But change is hard, but change is necessary. Right. But and and we always preach that we're going to go very slow in this process, and we we'll kind of keep going through the the next questions as well too yeah so that was uh that was question number one why are you signing up so question number two what should you look for in a program so a lot of people uh location matters a lot sure um although we have people who travel to our gym from some pretty strong pretty long distance you might be a kind of the kind of person where convenience matters to you so are you considering that when you're going into your program uh, the price, like what is the budget that you realistically have, right? Not not exactly what you want, but that you realistically have to invest in yourself. Um, the popularity of what you're looking for, like is it has the program been around for a while? Is it something that's sustainable? Um, is it something that that's fun, right? What's the popularity of it? Uh, not the latest trend, but the popularity of the basic things that have always worked. Uh, is there a free offer that you're you're seeking? Um, do they do they have one for you? 
do they, you know, is it just a, a catching offer? Is it something that just is marketing? Can you tell? Are they just trying to get you in and get your money? Or is there some longevity behind what these people are talking about? Are they, are there huge promises? Are you being, you know, preyed on because you're in this desperation mode and you see a huge promise and you're like, yes, that's exactly what I want. And they say, I can get it in 24 days. If I eat this thousand calorie meal plan, they're going to give me like what's really going on. So what should you be looking for that matters to you? And once you establish number one, your why, then you'll get more clear on what you're actually looking for because you won't be fooled. Right. And you got to you got to look around. There's there's so many there's so many places that we can all go to all around us. And you definitely have to do your due diligence to make sure that it's going to be the right place. Sure. Um, On the next podcast that we're going to that we're going to talk about, this is just a little teaser that's coming up is why so many people can't afford to have high level coaching. And quotes. Yeah, well, I mean, and why is it that they can't afford it? And you know, because we've heard that many of times. I can't afford it. I can't afford it. And um, we'll definitely get into the details of why you can't afford it. Why ninety percent of the people that say they can't afford it, they actually could afford it and more, and they'll be able to take care of themselves. But it's the roadblocks and the habitual things that we put in front of ourselves that forces us not to get into something that really could change our life. And we really got to be careful with these kind of these free offers and catchy offers, right? Because it's just a hook to get you in. It's just a hook to get you in. And once they get you in, then they're going to try to sell you, sell you, sell you, sell you. And the goal is revenue, 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 and not results, right? Because if you, if you, don't, um, if you don't make it, they just prey on the next person to bring them in. And they're just basically going by the masses. So Make sure you're going through that list. Make sure you're checking them off, making sure that what's important to you and you're really doing, doing your due diligence as far as location, price, popularity, free offer, catchy offer, and the huge promises. The next question that we're going to go through is what is the track record of the gym or the program or the trainer that you choose, right? This is pretty important, and here's the reason why. Just last night, I had a former client walk in and uh, she had been to four gyms in the last three years. She, she left BBD three years ago, and she's been to four different gyms, and she came back last night unannounced, and you saw her. She mm-hmm. just showed up. She just said, hey, what's up? And I, I was kind of surprised to see her. I said, what are you doing here? And she's wearing some other gym's shirt, too, that she had just come from. She's like, oh, I just wanted to come here and see what the prices were of this. I told her, what are you really here for? I said, all BS aside, what are you here for? She said, for the last three years, I've been going to four different gyms, and I have a trainer, and I still haven't seen results. Well, something's not right with that. Something is not right with that. So whether she's not doing what she's supposed to be doing, okay, which very well could be, um, or it could be that she's just hopping around trying to find best prices, the cheapest prices, and at the end, she's basically paid three years' worth of services to multiple people in multiple gyms and has not gotten anywhere where she needs to be. And guess what? If she would have just stayed put and she would have stayed consistent with the program that was set for her three years ago, she would be in a completely different place right now. No doubt. So gym hoppers, for people that hop from one gym to another, you get a cheap membership to another membership. At the end of the day, you're going to spend more money and you're going to get less results. And that really is the truth. You know, it really matters how many years the the coach or the business has been has been 
working and has been getting people's results, right? If it's just a gym that just came on the the scene just because you see a whole bunch of franchises coming up, I mean, they, they, they might be gone in 12 months. You never know. The fitness industry is the second industry to the restaurant industry that goes out of business the quickest. So you have to be really careful. This 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 lady that came in last night, she told me she showed up to the new gym she had just signed up for. She showed up, the doors were locked, all the equipment were gone. There was no sign, there was no emails, no text messages. Gone. Gone. And they had gotten her for three months up front. And that that's a so such a common story for gyms. It's, yes. it's craziness. Yes. And it, it kind of taints our industry, but it also gives us a lot of pride because right. we've been doing this for a long time. 18 years, going on 18 years. And I've counted, I have a list of over 70 gyms that have closed within a 10-mile radius of us from 2002 until, until right now. And that's nothing to be proud of for because we want other gyms yeah. to make it because there there's more gyms more good coaches more places to help people get fit and why wouldn't there so it's it is a difficult business to be in and it is a result driven business and if you're not getting people results people are not going to stay and again we're going to talk about what real results mean towards the end of the show um what is the what is the assessment process like when you go into this place is it, do you just get thrown into the workout? Do you sign up? And then you're like, okay, we have a 5.30 class that's going to be, you know, uh, conditioning and weight training and this. Wait, are you versed in conditioning work and weight training? Or are you flexible enough? Are you in shape enough? Are you, did they take you through an evaluation process, an assessment process? What is that assessment process like? If you're just being invited to a workout and getting thrown into a workout and hoping that you make it, I'm going to tell you that's like a million red flags that go up. Because if someone is not taking your hand and showing you and taking you, like making sure that you can squat properly, press properly, pull properly, watch the way you walk, watch the way you move, watch the way you sit down, watch the way, you know, how, hard, how high does your heart rate get, you know, 10 minutes on a cardio machine. Very much a, a strict assessment to define where you're at. Is that happening where you're going? Or are you just being thrown into a class for a low price, hoping that you make it and hoping that you come back the next day? And if you don't, the next person will come behind you. Absolutely. And that's, that's a lot of what we're seeing. And, and one thing that I wanted, to, I wanted to throw in is sweating, being sore, and being tired are the three worst indicators if you had a good workout. And that's what everybody feels like when they did something that, you know, they're because any fool can make you tired. Right. Anybody can make you tired, but not everybody can make you better. Yeah. So just because you sweat, that means your body just moved. If you're sore, that means you did too much over your threshold that you shouldn't have been doing. Right. And if you're tired, overly tired and you can't move around the next day, that's overtraining. So you have to find a, a facility, a coach that can understand where you are at the moment and take you from that moment and that position and that fitness level and start to kind of build you up slowly. Yeah. All right, good. Moving on to question number four that you need to ask. What is the training style? And the reason you need to ask this because first of all, does it fit your needs? And that goes back to that assessment that Fred was just talking about. Um, how do you know if it fits your needs if, if you're not being assessed properly? Um, a lot of times you may not know exactly what you need, how your movement patterns are. So getting that assessment helps. So does the program fit your needs? Um, 
Are you just going to be thrown into workouts? That's you have to figure out, like if you're invited somewhere and they just throw you in, you need to question that. Right. Uh, even I'll give you some insight. We don't would just throw people in workouts when they come to see us. They go through a process of many commitments. And one of those commitments is that they have to go through this movement evaluation. But what about when we have our community workouts? Well, aren't y'all just inviting people to that? We do. But part of, and I'll just give you a little secret, part of what we do once we start the workout is we spend time immediately with the people who are there for the first time. And we start assessing them as they're going through their movement patterns on the first round. And so that's a lot of what you'll see when you come to those community workouts um, is us training new people how to do things properly. Uh, so another question is, can you actually do what is being performed in that facility? Right. Not that you can, uh, maybe there's some, some things that you're not quite able to do, but can you, the training style, can you work with that? Is it something you're going to be able to build up to properly? Or is it just way out of your league? Because that could be right. the case. Is it too hard? Is, is it too much too soon? What is it that they're, going to, they're asking you to do right up front? Be aware of all these things. Um, and how will you be taken care of? What's their transformation process? Have they lined that out for you? Do you know? Or are you just paying money? hoping that something is going to change what you want. Right. Right. So this is another level of awareness is what is the training style? Right. And I think, you know, just to use one training style, CrossFit got a really bad name over, mm -hmm. over time because sure. what was happening is that CrossFit is actually a great program, but it's a great program for people that are capable of doing those level of moves. So if you are a former athlete, if you are like, you know, if you're used to doing powerlifting, if you gymnastics, if, you know, if, if you've done explosive movements, competitive, that might be something that you could go into. But again, a lot of people that were just like office workers, or there was a lot of people that just coming you know, off the couch, coming off the couch, yeah. they were going and doing deadlifts and they were doing power cleans and hand cleans. They were blowing their shoulders out and their knees out. And it wasn't CrossFit's fault. I mean, they're, they're going to take the business. They're going to want people to come into their gyms and work out. And they're going to do their best to take care of them. But their bodies were not ready for that, that style of movement. Right. So you have to be aware of that. It's, we can't just dog other programs and say, that program is not good. This program is terrible. This, no, it just, might, it just might not be able to fit you. Right. And that's our responsibility as a yes. person going to spend money to make sure that we kind of know where we're at and that right. that fits. Right. Right. So you just know your background, know if you're a beginner, know if you're a mid-level, know. And sometimes people are like, you know, legends in their own minds and they come into our gym and they're like, oh yeah, man, I've been working out for 15 years, 20 years. And I ask him to do a, perform a, you know, a single squat and it, it is, it, it's not correct. What'd you really want to say? You, you, yeah. you held yeah. back, you held yeah, back right yeah. there. It, it's, just, <laughs> it's just like somebody's been lying to them for yeah. a long time about, about doing things properly. Mm -hmm. And again, this happened last night because I took my, the, the lady that came in, I took her through a movement assessment and I just asked her, I said, show me how you do a squat, how you do a lunge, how you do a push up." And her body was really strong, but none of it was, was performed properly. And at the end, she looked at me and she said, I feel like I've been getting gypped all these years. I said, look, I said, it's, it's not the fault of the gym. It's your fault for not recognizing that they're not taking the time to show you the proper way of doing stuff. Right. So, and now she's in the right place. Now she knows where she, you know, where she belongs and she's, she's going full throttle again. Right. 
So, but those are things that are, that are super important and you just got to make sure, again, you're, are you asking the right questions and do you know exactly where you are before you go into a program, right? Sure. Um, this is a huge one. Question number five, is there accountability built in? Mm. How, will you keep, how will you keep yourself accountable? That's a big question because we have like, we get riled up, we really want to do stuff and the next thing you know, you lose that motivation. I always say motivation is like the shirt you wear on your body. Inspiration is like the blood that flows in your body. The mm-hmm. shirt can be changed and taken off multiple times. Mm-hmm. It can get dirty. It can get torn. It can get lost. A lot of times, depending on how you feel. I just don't want to wear this shirt. Exactly. I'm taking it off. And it literally is like motivation. Yeah. That's what motivation is. It lasts for a certain period of time, and then it's got to come off or else it's going to stink. But think about it. If you lose blood, you die. So you have to turn your motivation into inspiration in order for it to live and for it to flow within you or else it's not going to last. Right? So how do you do that? Well, unfortunately, you can't do that by yourself. And we all like to think that we're strong enough, even me, even you. We all go into a, a, a slump, right? You have to get in a community. You got to get in a community that's a supportive community. And I think that word is used very loosely nowadays. They're like, we have a great community of people, great community of people. Okay, I don't know about anybody else. All I, all I can do is I can speak for us. But we've come together multiple times to take care of our own. We've come together multiple times for, to uh, adopt families, for St. Jude, for so many things that we've done as a community to bring people together to lift each other up. But at the same time, in the gym, people hold each other accountable. They call each other. They text each other. They become workout buddies. And that's a big thing as far as environment goes. And then how will your coaches keep you accountable? The coaches keep you, coaching keeping you accountable is is pretty big. It's for me personally, if I don't see my clients for more than one or two days in the gym, they're getting a text message or a phone call wondering where they are and what they're, what they're, and what they're going to do. It's all natural, man. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this is a this is an unedited show. We keep it real. We have we have kids at home. <laughs> There's kids at home. This is Thanksgiving week that we're recording this. So keep it going, buddy. <laughs> um, are you just uh, are you just a member? Are you just a member and a number after the excitement of getting you signed up, or are you going to be known by your name? Are you going to be getting to? Uh, are you going to be known personally by your coach? the ins and outs of your, basically your needs and what you need to do in order to get healthy for you to get into an environment that basically you can embed, get embedded and become part of something that's bigger than just yourself. Because when we work together as teams, results just become more powerful. And I'll tell you a, a backstory. I used to do a lot of one-on-one training and the one-on-one training clients did get some results, but one of my clients walked in late accidentally. It was Stacy, actually. She walked in, she walked in uh, late, and this was back in like 2000, 2006. And I was working, out, working Martha out, and Stacy's like, I'm so sorry. You know, I walk, I'm, I'm late, and I'd already started training Martha. And she said, don't worry about it. I'll just go do cardio or whatever. And then, you know, they just kind of looked at each other. They're like, why don't we just work out together? And then at that moment, I realized, I was like, wait. These two people like each other. 
they want to work out with each other. And then they started working out with each other and they were both competitive and they started working. And next thing you know, they're getting results. They love coming to the gym. And then I started pairing people up. And all of a sudden, we started forming these little teams of people that were coming at like a 4.30 and a 5.30 and a 6.30. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, the weight started coming off. The, the gym morale started going up. Everybody was so excited to get to the gym because it wasn't just, I'm going to go see my trainer. It was, it was going to be, I'm going to go see my trainer and my friend. Yeah. So that's where that cool, like the, the personal, personal training style that we still have, but in a small group setting that keeps you accountable, that keeps you part of the team. Is, is a huge factor of why we've been so successful for such a long time. Yeah, so you know, uh, basically accountability, thinking about that, is accountability is having somebody in your corner or a team of people in your corner to help you do what you wouldn't do on your own, okay? So here's the thing. Um, at the end of all of this, what should be your ultimate goal, right? Um, is it all cliche that, uh, that you hear all the time that you gotta have goals? Look, goals are important. You need to know where you're going, right? They kind of are the, uh, the, the guideposts for you. But you have to get back to the process. Once you set the goal, you have to get back to what is the process is going to take to get there. And does the facility or the gym or the trainer that you're looking to work with, do they have a process that's going to work for you, right? Is weight loss your ultimate goal, right? To, do you actually want to lose 30 pounds? Well, what's it going to take to get there? Is the trainer or facility talking to you about the psychology of what it takes to get there? Are they, are they asking you about the history of everything that you've done and why you didn't stick with those things? Are they getting to you as a person so that we can start to unravel any habits that you might have that, that are keeping you from getting to this goal? Okay. Do you want to gain muscle? Do you really want to have your body look a certain way? Well, is your mindset in alignment with that? Right? So. What should be your ultimate goal? And that's something you have to decide, right? What we see a lot of people go into is these little things where there's an event coming up. I'm going to get married or, you know, summer's coming up. Oh, I have this vacation. We're going on a cruise. And so people get really motivated to work hard toward that thing, but they haven't changed their mindset or why they're doing what they're doing. So once that thing is over, Now they have this rebound effect to where they start to backslide and then they got to find the next thing that they're working toward. Instead of having these life goals, letting life be the goal and just working a consistent process all the time. So not saying that these little milestone things in your life should are not important. You should you should have those and that maybe that's an extra drive for you. But in between those is your life goal strong enough and does it mean enough to you? Okay, so. um. Setting realistic goals is important because you can find the right gym. You can have exactly the right trainer. You can feel like you're, you're in the right place. You're with the right community. But in the end, if you aren't making, like taking responsibility and making the changes that you need to make, then what happens is you can start to blame your environment for a lack of results or for a lack of the way you really want to feel. So. Are you setting, you know, a realistic lifestyle in place? Are you going to bed on time? Sleep is a huge part of getting any kind of results and feeling better, right? Are you putting your electronics away an hour before going to sleep just to have your own quiet time? Are you drinking plenty of water? Are you getting the 80 to 120 ounces, 28 ounces of water um, every day? 
Are you doing that? If you're not doing that, that's a basic. You need to start, right? Are you avoiding, you know, eating out all the time and eating a bunch of fried food and um, all those things? These are basic things that, again, even if you find exactly the right place, if you don't have these things in order, then what happens is you build up this resentment and you think your environment is actually doing something to you when, in actuality, maybe you didn't take all the responsibility that you could have taken. All right. So we're trying to help you avoid uh, this, this kind of psychological warfare that goes on with getting into, you know, getting into a gym. Um, you know, are you getting your activity in? Are you moving seven days a week intentionally? Yes. Like we talked about before, it doesn't have to be movement where you're like destroying yourself in every workout, right? It needs to just be intentional activity. Are you living like a fit person? Um, are you taking the slow approach? If losing weight is part of your goal, are you taking the slow approach? The slow approach allows you to adapt psychologically, to get your mind right, to make small changes, to start to adapt your behaviors over time so that you're not trying to change so much all at one time that you get overwhelmed. You know, this willpower, and I'm doing air quotes right now, this willpower that you're using runs out and um, you start to backslide again. Uh, are you starting? Are you learning and understanding and getting educated on how to take care of your body at the gym? If this is not happening, if you're not constantly getting coached on what you can do to help you take the next step properly, uh, to help you stay as pain free as possible, to help you get better at what it is you want to get better at. Maybe there's a certain lift you want to be able to do better or maybe you want to be able to run a little bit further. Whatever it is for you, you need to know that. And is your coach guiding you toward that. These are all things that you want to look for when you look at, you know, signing up for a new fitness program. So here's a quick recap recap for these questions. Why are you signing up? Question number two, what should you actually be looking for? Does location matter to you? Does price matter to you? Number three, what is the track record and location of the trainers? Really look into this, right? Do they have a bunch of Google reviews that you can go check out? Uh, do you know somebody in that environment that has good things to say? Question number four, what is the training style? Does it fit your needs? Is it something that's sustainable for you? Question number five, is there accountability built in? How, does, how is that coach and that facility saying they're going to hold you accountable? What, what's part of their transformation program that keeps you going? What are you going to do to hold yourself accountable? Um, and at the end of the day, you need to know what your ultimate goal is. It needs to be attached to your why which is the most important, and you have to stay realistic and take this slow, longevity approach. And if you don't have an environment that's supporting that, then you really want to question being where you are, okay? So that's just a quick recap. Yeah, and I think that's, a, <laughs> that's real easy questions to ask, but hard questions to answer. And it takes a little bit of time, and it takes a little bit of research. Sure. And, uh, Again, we're talking about your health. We're talking about your finances. We're talking about your well-being. And you just don't want to put it at the hands of someone that just started yesterday. And I'm not saying that, you know, new trainers are bad or whatnot, but you got to ask yourself, what is your goal, right? And it's, again, if it's not realistic, it's not going to stick. And sure. if it's just the basic, like we talked at the beginning, I just want to lose weight, tone up, and, and, and look sexy. Everybody wants that. Well, that's just a byproduct of your mind being changed over a long period of time 
because it didn't take one month to get you where you are right now. It took years for you to be where you are right now. And it's going to take some time for you to improve and become a better version of yourself and not go backwards after. Because we've had so many people that have had the boomerang effect. You know, they've come, they've lost a lot of weight. And then they're like, you know what, I'm going to go do this thing on my own. And then they go back through their own cycles. We just have this amazing ability to go back and just get back into old habits of doing the same stuff yeah. that we've been doing. And if you don't have the accountability, if you don't have someone waiting for you, if you don't have an appointment, if you don't have a team to show up to, it is very, very difficult to continue those results because community matters, team matters, realistic goals matter, accountability matters, and what matters most is you. Yeah. So uh, big takeaway here is know your why and spend some time with that. So hopefully these questions help you out. Uh, we appreciate you listening to episode number six. If you got value out of this episode, like always, uh, make sure you share this from whatever platform you listen to this on. If we can reach one more person and help somebody else from making the mistakes that they might make when they're looking for a new facility, then then we're doing our job. And uh, we we hope that You'll help us do that. So, uh, yeah, episode number six. In the episode books. number six. And just don't be afraid to ask questions. That's it. All right, y'all. We will see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.